A line of trucks is still queued at Egypt's border with Gaza, waiting for permission to enter to provide much-needed aid to Palestinian civilians. The US president yesterday brokered a deal with Israeli leaders to allow aid workers to take water, food and medical supplies into the territory. For almost two weeks, Israel has cut off all water, food medicine, fuel and electricity to the region. It's hoped aid vehicles will be allowed through today, but it's not yet clear when that may happen. The UN's humanitarian agency has warned the initial group of trucks set to be allowed in won't be nearly enough. It comes as President Joe Biden is set to address the United States about the conflict in the next couple of hours. I spoke to our Washington correspondent Caroline Malone about the plans for aid a short time ago. So this is aid that uh, should be getting through the Rafah crossing that's between Gaza and Egypt that has remained closed actually since the October 7th Hamas attack um, into Israel. However, we've heard from both the US side and other players now that uh, there's been encouragement to reopen that border to allow up to 20 trucks through. Uh, the latest we're hearing, including from President Biden as he came back from Israel this week, is that it could happen as early as Friday. Uh, that is, of course, aid to help some of the two million plus people, civilians who live in Gaza, Palestinians mainly, um, who are in desperate need right now of access to food, um, fuel, water and medical supplies. So very important amounts of supplies that could get through to them. Um, the U.S. has said, though, that if there's any suggestion that this aid gets into the hands of Hamas, then they'll stop it immediately. And that's likely to be a requirement from the Israeli side, who also had to ad- agree to this aid deal. Uh, it was one of the, um, the successes, really, you could say, of President Biden's trip to Israel earlier this week in which he said he was pushing not just to show support for Israel and also to help get U.S. citizens out, but also for humanitarian access for the Palestinian people living in Gaza. Um, There's also been talk from the uh, new U.S. envoy to Middle Eastern aid, which has been a person that's been appointed just recently by Biden, that there are ongoing negotiations for longer-term aid supplies um, to go to the Palestinian people. And we're expecting to hear from President Biden shortly. We are absolutely. Uh, Biden is expected to speak at 8pm local time in Washington, D.C. on uh, Thursday. Uh, We're likely to hear from him to try and push and lobby lawmakers here um, for much more military aid, uh, up to about $100 billion over the next year, for Israel, which does already garner quite a lot of support here in the United States, but also continued support for Ukraine, uh, as well as potentially um, some added money for border security with the U.S.-Mexico border, and maybe even potentially for Taiwan. I mean, $100 billion is, of course, a lot of money, but it's a lot of money, especially when you consider that there are ongoing debates right now in the House, in Congress, about how much the government is spending. And in fact, there is the potential that there could be a government shutdown later on uh, middle of November if an agreement isn't reached about spending. So it's a big ask, um, but Biden is likely to make that case when he speaks from the Oval Office in a short time. Is it counterproductive for the US to be organising aid to go to the people in, in Gaza while at the same time funding Israel with military Equipment? Well, certainly from the US perspective, they've said two things. One is they absolutely do support Israel's right to defend itself. 
but at the same time, that this can't come at the cost of civilian lives in Gaza, namely Palestinian lives in Gaza. Uh, we saw actually on Wednesday there was a vote at the United Nations Security Council based out of New York in which the U.S. actually voted against a draft resolution that was essentially uh, talking about humanitarian aid. And also there were some requests for amendments for an entire ceasefire. And the reason that the U.S. ambassador put forward for voting against that was that they did not specify that Israel has a right to defend itself. So certainly that is something that, that the U.S., the White House, that Biden will reiterate likely in his speech. And just lastly, there's been a worldwide warning to Americans to, to be vigilant for for attacks or increased violence toward them. There has. And, you know, not just to American lives. We've already seen this week that there's been a number of protests in the region, in the Middle East, including in Lebanon outside the U.S. embassy, in which groups of people uh, were throwing things at the embassy doors and trying to get in. Um, so, you know, some heightened concerns really about security. There's also been some confirmation on Thursday from the Pentagon, from the Department of Defense, saying that uh, their military actually shot down a number of missiles and, and drones uh, that was, were, were targeting. Well, they don't know what they were targeting, but they were saying they were in the direction of Israel. And so they have helped to shoot those down. Now, they're being very careful at the moment not to conflate the two issues and say that they are related, of course, to what's happening in Israel and Gaza. But it certainly would seem that way that it's happening at the same time as heightened tensions in the region. So certainly, yes, a very tense time. That's our Washington correspondent, Caroline Malone.